0: Hey, y'all, and welcome to another Friday edition of the Stripe Show podcast. It is happy hour November 5th, another Friday. We've got dog to the right of me. The cat is screaming underneath me. Kira is in the bathroom. There's a lot <laughs> going on today. We'll get to it. But first I want to tell you this podcast is brought to you by Encore Golf. Encore designs high performance golf balls for players of all skill levels and swing speeds. Get fitted for your perfect golf ball today at EncoreGolf.com. Well, this week I wanted to run down the uh, hot topics in golf with someone who knows a lot about that. One of my very good internet friends, golf channel reporter, 2015, I believe Miss America, U.S ga presenters kind of where you got your starting golf all around good gal kira k dixon coming live to you from the bathroom how are you yes doing? thank you for having me and uh, my parents recently
1: remodeled their bathroom so i thought no better place to uh, get on the podcast with an marks well the acoustics are great i will say that thank you thank you this is also the only quiet place within a five mile radius for me to sit and do this so i appreciate your flexibility
0: Oh, I love it. And hey, you're supporting the LPGA. I've got my Ryan uh Monday Q shirt on. We are, nice. fully, flexing. We are fully flexing in our Twitter fits today. Yeah. I love um, it. So tell me what you're up to nowadays. I know you have your recently newest job with golf channel. Um, tell us about that. I know it's been super exciting. You've been getting to travel a lot and interview some of the best in the world. So what's that been like?
1: Yeah, it's been crazy. I started in February in that, wow, oh gosh, um, in that like official role, um, with golf Channel. At the Genesis Invitational was my first event, which was wild. Um, and so much fun and such a learning experience. I've, I've never done anything this hard or this exciting. Um, it all wrapped up into one big thing. So I've gotten to do, um, you know, I think maybe 15 tour events this year. Um, so you learn a lot during that time you're in this role in the golf, it's, it's the golf central reporter. So you're there all day, every day, talking to guys, you know, early storylines, Tuesday, Wednesday, then following leaders Thursday through Sunday and all the different scenarios that, that might play out based on who wins who does well uh what things that don't particularly go well other things that are happening in the golf world so i've got one more event the rsm uh and sea island georgia so i'm excited for that for the end of the year and then we'll see we'll see you about next year but um uh, it's been it's been crazy
0: There's obviously uh, a learning curve there for sure when transitioning into any new role, but what's something that shocked you about what you're doing now, you know, in those 15 weeks, I know it's a little bit different because it's not like a Monday through Friday, nine to five, but in those times when you're out there and you're doing it, you're doing those jobs, you know, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, what's something that you're doing now is part of the job that you would have never thought is part of the job or that kind of shocked you?
1: Yeah, I guess there's two things. One is just the volume of information. Um, You know, it's hard to know everything about everyone, especially when maybe a player that I'm not as familiar with does really well one day and then you're like kind of going down the rabbit hole of insert name player. And now I have all these like random fun facts about lots of random people, but um, just, just getting a handle on the newness of everything and the, the sheer volume of information that can be useful uh, in any sort of reporting setting or an interview setting, especially because as you know, when you talk to somebody in an interview, you want to, you want them to feel like you have you have done your research. You know about them. You're not just some random person talking to them, asking them the same question that they hear every week. So um, uh, that is something that was much more of a challenge than I ever anticipated. And then just the the pace of of this lifestyle is um, quite intense. And just showing up not tired is a feat in itself. And I am somebody that like if I don't get eight hours of sleep. Proper meals, you yeah, know. I want to do my skincare routine. All, all of those little creature comforts that make us feel better and like a real human, and that I can show up and um, and really put my best foot forward. You know, that is very hard, especially when you're constantly changing time zones and uh, all these different things are happening. So, just finding a way to. Um, not just exist, but thrive within those circumstances. It has been uh, an interesting journey. I have not mastered it. I don't think anyone ever truly does, but that's been, that's been an interesting thing.
0: Making your schedule work for you is something that I feel like people our age is hard to do. Even if you work a nine to five, let alone working this weird schedules and traveling all over the place like you do. So I know that those, the people, you know, the the live from people who are there, you know, f- at 4 a.m. like you are yeah. in some weeks, Ed, that's just insane. And people don't understand the toll that takes on your body too. And not to mention all the stuff that's going, trying to go through your brain, trying to learn everything you need to know. Um, but yeah. what is your favorite event this year that you covered since this was your first, I mean, this was kind of the first real season back since COVID, so it was kind of a good year to get going, but yeah. what was your favorite event this year? maybe a memorable moment?
1: Um, so I think that my favorite, I mean, I I've probably have amazing moments from every single week that I've done, but something I felt like was most meaningful was I covered the Corn Ferry Tour Championship um, in Indiana. And the storylines of tracking people who, you know, it's, they live and die with every shot. There's so much on the line. Your life completely changes in, in, Show four rounds of golf. Um being able to be a part of that. And like uh, I had a really special interview with Justin Lauer, that just, you know, it's one of those moments where you realize how special sports are and that sports are the best thing in the world and the best show on earth. Uh so to be able to be a part of that was really, really special. And I the the winner of that week was Joseph Bramlett, and I I had had some, you know, we all doubt ourselves. We all go through these uh, moments of imposter syndrome. And I had had some moments leading into that week of like, what am I doing with myself? How did I get here? Um, Am I, am I doing this right? And I I remember walking away from that interview with him, the winter interview with just like so much adrenaline coursing through my system. And I just felt like I was a part of this really special moment for this person that's worked so hard in the whole field. And I was like, you know what? this is what I meant to do. It just made me so happy. And I, I'll i never forget walking away from that being, you know, thinking like, this is, this is my path. This is, I love this more than anything.
0: That's a very pivotal moment and something that I mean, everybody has that in their life and some it comes later, some it comes earlier, but it's one of those things where you have to be patient because you don't know when it's going to come. But I can imagine that a lot of your things that you learned in your pageant days and even maybe in Miss America days, you lean on now, even if it's not golf related, what are some of those skills that you find yourself thinking about on a day-to-day basis or leaning on um, in your current role with Golf Channel? Uh,
1: Yeah, I mean, I learned so much that year um
0: you know we probably do an entire
1: separate podcast on that experience um but just the the skill of um, understanding so they would always tell you you know being Miss America is great but being Miss America is for others um you know you're there to provide the Miss America experience to somebody who, Will probably never meet a Miss America again, or has never had that experience. And and you're you make people happy. That's the job of Miss America. So understanding in the interviewer position that it is not about you, it's about them, it's about their moment, it's about allowing them to have this vessel to tell a story. Uh, I think is it was a really important skill to understand that you know this is about creating a special moment. For this person's story, uh, I think is has been a, a good lesson for that. Um, I also quite understand the feeling of being under millions of eyeballs and competition and having to do something under pressure in a moment that can change your life. Um, you know, answering a question on stage in 20 seconds about the state of whatever political issue um, and doing it well and winning is very similar to you know a 10 foot 10 foot putt for a big win and when that changes your life miss america completely changed my life um that that can be hard and i i I don't obviously understand it on the golf level and what they go through every week that's um something i will never understand but i i i get the feeling i can understand the feeling for sure
2: Do you feel like you are constantly overshooting greens or coming up short because you choose the wrong club? Well, if that's the case, today is your lucky day because I'm proud to announce my brand-new partnership with the boys over at Pinned Golf. Their brand-new Ace rangefinder is amazing, and it's only $199. I've been using it for a couple weeks now, and I was blown away with the quality. It has a slope technology, pin locked vibration technology. So you know exactly when you are locked onto your target tour lever accuracy. And best of all, it is powered by a USB charge. So you can forget about those little batteries. Every other rangefinder makes you buy one 45 minute charge lasts you 50 plus rounds. I love it. Our friends over at pin golf are hooking up all of our listeners with $25 off and free shipping. When you use code stripe show, that's code stripe show. I'm telling you. For $175, you simply cannot beat the ace range finder. Head out over to PINGolf.com and get yourself the ace and get dialed in.
0: Yeah, no, that's some, that's great insight. And I can only imagine that year. Cause it's one year, right? Mm-hmm. The Crown Miss America, And then you go on this like world tour. Again, we can talk about this another time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah
1: you go on a world tour. You're in a different city. Every two days you travel 20,000 miles a month. I went around the world with the USO. I went to like, hundreds of children's hospitals and all this crazy stuff so yeah <laughs> it's intense yeah
0: so our girl knows the best luggage out there let's just put it that way yeah you know I've been
1: through lots of luggage recently I actually don't know that I've found I'm gonna I'm going with um club glove is my next like I'm going with our luggage not just the golf bag so we'll see how that goes
0: my parents have that and they have the ones that all clip together. So they, it can yeah. be like one giant train. It's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, so I, I see a lot of the golfers course. doing that. Joel Damon
1: saw me trying to drag a really not great golf bag through the airport one time. Cause you know, you see everybody at all the same stops and he just looked at me and shook his head and he goes, you need, you need to get this.
0: <laughs> <So> <laughs> the yeah, one my the, game. Wheels, I right? Joel Damon. The, one, the one with
1: the little stand. No, 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 he doesn't have the stand. He has the he has the club glove like all
0: trained clip clipped together. So oh, it's so good. Anything that takes the it they're so heavy. And I remember I doing it in college. I it know. like rips two hands apart. The worst. Mm-hmm. Um a couple things just about kind of this week in golf, and then I want to get back to some rapid fire questions because those are the best. Oh, but man. let's talk about And I don't I'm not asking for your opinions, because I know you're kind of bound to what, you know, opinions you can have and what's not. But let's talk about just what's the buzz on tour with. Let's start first with the PGL, the Greg Norman, the Saudi tour, the Asian tour. I'm so confused. I have no idea what's even going on with all of that now. But the most recent news, Greg Norman is now a part of the um, Saudi backed Asian tour. Have you heard anything about this? What are the players saying, um, reactions, kind of what's the buzz? Uh, yeah,
1: well, I think there's a lot of buzz around it. A lot of, like you said, confusion. Um, to be fully honest, I, I don't um, mm-hmm. I don't actually exactly know what the state of all of that is or looks like, and I haven't been out for about three weeks. So that's while, while this has been kind of reaching this next crescendo, but I I am very interested to see how it plays out and what reactions will happen. Um, But yeah, I think it's a, it's a wild time just for professional sports and this changing landscape of, of how everything develops, how TV things develop, you know, how are we consuming this content? Uh, so I think no matter what happens, this will have implications down the line for how we view the golf product. That's certainly something that, that has shown itself to be true. That we've already seen plenty of changes, um, uh, in, in the golf, I guess, universe, um, But I'll have to get back to you on this,
0: Sam, when I actually get back out on tour and get to talk to some people. um, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure the RSM, it'll still be a hot topic. It just kind of shocks. You know, we've been talking about it all week. Um, It just kind of shocks everybody we've had on the podcast this week that Greg Norman is obviously a very successful businessman. And it just seems like a weird, a weird move for him. But we don't have to get into that. But the last thing I want to talk about on the news front is the Green Books, have you read up on that and, yeah. the, and kind of the the ban on that? What's, yeah. what's up I, with that?
1: I love it. I think it's great, um, personally. Uh, and, you know, I don't know anything that requires a little bit more skill and uh, tests a different part of the game and speeds it up. I'm all about that. So I think it's great. Um, I've heard a lot of positive feedback from people. So I'm all in on that. Also I'm horrible at reading green greens so maybe I should work on that.
0: <laughs> I would imagine that the people who are against it are probably those who are using it too much and taking up too much time. That would be the general consensus I would have. Yeah, that makes sense.
1: That makes sense for sure. So um I mean I yeah, I, I guess I, like I said earlier like I don't understand exactly like to what extent those things come into play for a professional golfer. Um but as a consumer of golf i want to see people play quickly and be able to to like look at a green and and just that's that skill that's really impressive
0: yeah i'm all, we were talking about this a couple of weeks ago but i'm and this is a different note i'm all in favor of them setting up courses harder i think this 20 and 30 under par i mean come on like I want to see them struggle. I think they're the best in the world. They should be challenged. Um, and I think this kind of goes along with that. You know, go give, yeah. them, give them a little bit less, let them work a little bit harder. You know, they don't, they can't just rely on a book when they step up to the golf course to tell them which way the greens go. Like let them actually have to sit there and study them and, and maybe take their own notes. And I know they yeah, do. Yeah. I'm all in favor of making it a little bit more difficult on um, they're the best in the world. So I think they should have to prove it every now and then.
1: Yeah, I like that too. Yeah, I certainly, I mean, I love a good birdie fest, just like everybody else. I love to see them tear apart some of these properties. Uh, but yeah, I agree. I, I, um, Anything that can challenge it or, or even present it in a different way. Uh, you know, we see a lot of 72-hole, um, stroke play format, like anything that can ever give Give a little bit of extra glitter. You know your girl loves some glitter and sparkle in her life. So anything that can do that, I'm all for that.
0: I love it. Well, the last few questions I wanted to ask were somewhere rapid fire. So just say the first thing that comes to your mind. The funniest person you've ever interviewed. Surprisingly funny. Like we all know Max Helma, Joel. We all know they're funny. But like somebody who surprised you who was funny.
1: Tyrell Hatton okay he's got the, that british oh sorry am i not supposed to talk no you're good you're good go ahead i was just saying he's got that british dry humor and every time i talk to him he just says this like this line and i'm like who are you <laughs> but like in the best way <laughs> it's like you wouldn't expect him to, to just come out with these zingers
0: and then some of these are are job related some of them are not your best golf tip for the weekend golfer uh you're not playing millions of dollars so relax and have fun there you go. The top three players you would want to interview right now that you would feel the most comfortable with. I would feel most comfortable with, uh, Rory. Like without you know, like you're comfortable with them. Yeah, probably Rory, um,
1: Max Homa and Will Zalatouris.
0: Okay. Who or what motivates you?
1: Uh, Oh my gosh, this is such a deep question, Sam. (laughs) Um, I think I'm very motivated by my personal goals and kicking ass and like things that make me happy. Um, But also I think my family, this is a much deeper thing, but my family are Russian immigrants. I have this incredible life because they, have been through so much and moved to America and given me these opportunities. So I'm very motivated by them and taking advantage of every, um, gift and opportunity I get by living here. So so that's a bit of a corny answer. that's, That's a big motivator.
0: Um, the nicest tour member you've ever met when you just met them for the first time, they were the nicest person that you've ever met.
1: Probably Peter Malnati.
0: Really? Yeah. It's just so nice. That is so, like uh, you could have given me 20 guesses and I would have never picked his name out of a hat. Not because I think he's mean. I just would have never thought of that.
1: I mean he has the kind bar
0: sponsorship. Okay. He's kind. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> so he's contractually kind. Though. He's, uh, yeah, but but I think that it's it's from a very genuine place.
1: You don't just get kind to sponsor you, okay?
0: okay okay that was pushing it a little bit three three words to best describe you as a person uh
1: oh my god I don't know uh I don't know that's 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 good three words no um uh let's see intense motivated
0: and fun Okay. Three words to best describe your golf game.
1: Uh, Troublesome, streaky, and uh, (laughs)
0: disappointing. Disappointing. No, you can't (laughs) talk to yourself like that. You just told people to have fun. I know, but it's just, it is what it is. It's my reality. I still have fun but okay that's fair um (laughs) if you if you weren't doing this job what would you be doing
1: Uh, well before this job I was doing a lot of entertainment reporting so maybe I would have stayed in entertainment okay also I was gonna be a lawyer before Miss America I'd be like paid a deposit at law school so maybe that
0: oh wow lawyer Kira I kind of like that I feel like it would have been good I feel like you could have rocked a mean pantsuit I,
1: yeah, I could have been like Elwood's for sure. Yeah. The dog
0: and all. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know about the 12, but
1: definitely like the ammonium phyloxylate scene from
0: the courtroom. For okay. sure. I got that. Um, number one passion. That's not golf related. Uh,
1: food, charcuterie specifically.
0: Charcuterie. Yeah. <laughs> Love that. Okay. And then the best advice you were ever told, this is a second to last question.
1: Uh, it's it's really hard work to not be yourself. It's really hard. So just do good.
0: That's a good one. Yeah. Um, and then your top three favorite courses you've ever been to or played, doesn't matter, either one.
1: Um. Cypress Point,
0: Pebble Beach, and Riv. So all three, like, right there. You could pick one from, like, somewhere else. No. Okay. All right. <laughs>
1: Well, that well, seems unfair. I've never been, I, I probably would say like something in Scotland and Ireland. I've never been or played. So I can't say that. I've never been to Augusta. So I can't say that. Um, and these are, this, I have like emotionally attached to these places. So that's fair. That's fair.
0: That's fair. That's fair. It is what and it is. Then, and I would say my last question as a follow-up to that is your most memorable golf shot to this day is what?
1: My most memorable golf shot. Um, Okay. So one of my first ever golf jobs ever was working Tiger Jam, mm-hmm. which is Tiger's annual uh, Las Vegas fundraising thing. And it, it was, um, I was hosting, I was like the digital host and I got to Shadow Creek and Tiger was there doing, a, um, a clinic with some, some folks and, I got to meet him for the first time and he asked me if I played golf. I said, yes. He goes, okay, let's see it. And he handed me his club and I, um, had a small panic attack and I hit it. I actually hit a good chip. I didn't skull it. And he was like, okay, yeah, that was great. And like said something nice and like walked off and I was like, okay. <laughs> so that's probably the most memorable, uh,
0: Gosh, <laughs> that is by far the best answer of anybody who's ever answered that question yes. when it was with his club too yeah yeah oh my gosh it's great that's, that's <laughs> maybe that's maybe the best part of that story um <laughs> yeah. but that's that's pretty much it Kara. thank you so much for joining us i just wanted to kind of run down what's been going on with you hit some hot topics yeah um, Thanks but for eventually having me. Eventually we should do a Miss America pod because I, for one, am curious. I don't know that all the old men who listen to this are curious. Um, oh, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I think that they would be,
1: they would be really into hearing about how this happens. I mean, it's, it's, it's I, fascinating stuff. It's, it's the most, it's the most bizarre weird little thing in the world, but it's
0: made me who I It is. And I would love to hear more about it, but I hope that you have a great weekend and we will see you in what? Two weeks for the RSM. Yes. Perfect. Well, thank you so much, Carol. We'll see you on TV in two weeks. Thanks Thanks for having me. Bye. See ya.
2: Let's take a second to talk about the folks over at Encore Golf. Encore has earned a reputation across the golf industry and with golfers everywhere for its combination of value, performance, and customer service. Their team in Buffalo, New York, is flipping the script on golf technology through perimeter weighted balls made with the high density particles and proprietary nano transitional layer offering players enhanced accuracy